let me tell you very frankly farmer is the biggest scientist and unfortunately that scientist have stopped thinking and the new new ideas are not coming in the industry every year management is giving target how to reduce the cost so how it comes you will have to think breakthrough ideas you list down 10 ideas it may nine may be useless but even if one idea is click it will uh, turn the table it will be breakthrough Asan Karshan Joshi trip Hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another Sankarshan Joshi trip the reason why i call my episodes a trip is because it is an experience it is a journey and uh, on this episode on this trip we have rajesh gaidani and uh, this man quit a well paying corporate job to start his farming business and to do well for the farming community he he promotes sustainable organic farming and he conducts workshops he talks to a lot of farmers not for money just to promote the concept of organic farming he does a lot of work to uplift the indian farming community and uh, he is a man of wisdom and i am pretty sure that you're going to love this episode so mr rajesh gaidani thank you so much for deciding to do this i am very very pleased to be talking to you today thank you thank you thanks shankar it's so you're here for the first time and uh, can you give us a quick background about yourself so that people will understand where you come from uh, <coughs> my name is rajesh gaidani i belong to bandara district of vidarbha region in maharashtra i am graduate engineer and i work with uh, ashok leyland for around 26 plus years i joined as a junior executive sales and marketing and uh, in my service period i was promoted and upgraded to the level of senior divisional manager sourcing and supply chain and <clears throat> as i said uh, you must be aware that this vidarbha region of maharashtra is unfortunately known famous for farmer suicidal and uh, after uh, i parted uh, my mnc job in 2013 and my journey farming journey real farming journey started in my second inning okay it was my passion it was my passion and while working with ashok lelan i used to move across the country i used to interact with the people of uh, various metros and uh, throughout the country and uh, when i used to come to my native i feel it was little disconnect so metro cities and all big cities it was a shining india but when it comes to the villages and this farming communities uh, it was not really shining it was some pity india but uh, i feel only i can only feel pity but i can hardly help them but even though it was my farming was my passion since i was working with private organizations it was hardly very difficult for me to do something for this farming community but it was my dream that dream comes to reality i could look after my uh, passion after i parted uh, and it started from 2004 that's that's really great because for you to take a leap of faith 
quit a well-paying corporate job to start and to step into a world of farming which is so uncertain as we all know and uh, like you rightly mentioned there are so many uh, deaths of farmers in india and uh, there is a stigma around farming right that it it doesn't pay well enough so what was the inspiration for you to quit that well playing job and take that leap of faith and enter into uh, the farming business <laughs> Uh, in while working in the organization, our other people always say that social responsibility, corporate social responsibility, and organization, various organizations used to look up. Some social responsibility I should take, and uh, I really work for twenty six plus years. So I feel that okay, let us do something for society for rest of ten years, because when I started, I was forty eight. So I feel that okay, it's the right time. and uh, it was my maiden try to is do something for, for for my farming communities and as you said there are various issues in today's farming it is very difficult uh, if you tell somebody that yes farming he will say he will definitely discourage because everybody knows it's not a profit making business there was a lot of perception in the mind of people and definitely this ang my worry was everybody was coming out of this uh, farming or india is the country where around 60 50% percent, 50% 60% people are associated with farming and if everybody start living and if everybody start moving to the cities who will cultivate food for you and how you will get the food i am i was i am really worried uh, what is going to happen after 2030 this this should stop but also the problem is that whenever you uh, go to villages and you interact with uh, any farmer he said that no no i will not allow my son to continue my farming because it's a is loss making that is what they are sure so that that was the picture and which needs to be changed and unfortunately all educated people have come slowly slowly in last 50 years all educated people have moved away from the farming and that that was that was the real cause of the It, it is not like that every all educated people start uh, moving to the metros and big cities and urban cities and uh, educate these educated people start migrating from farming and that is the real cause of concern for it right right so this causes a lot of problem right like including food adulteration so like like you rightly mentioned farmer son doesn't want his son or daughter to get into farming business right so they want them to study they want them to have a like a well paying stable job so if farmers kids are not going to be farmers then the if the number of farmers reduce plus the human population is increasing right so the demand is increasing but the amount of the, the quantity that is being produced if if it's reducing to fill that gap uh, people will start using a lot of adulterants right they'll start using a lot of chemicals to meet that demand yes 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 because what happened in revolution the same thing happened in 70s remember that in 70s same thing happened but unfortunately few things uh, have gone wrong it was a need of the hour in the 1970s so green revolution started i am not saying green revolution was not required yes it was required because of unit today also you need to feed All the hundred and thirty-four people. How you are going to fit? So unfortunately, what we does in the farming, 
we use excess amount of chemicals and in 50 years or soil or farmland slowly slowly it has lost its fertility so <clears throat> we developed the model someone has to demonstrate the model that yes farming also can be uh, sustainable it can also be a profit making business like industry in industry we analyze what what has gone wrong so that uh, we can improve upon accordingly after I parted, I worked out around six to eight months. I discussed with different different people. I visited KVKs. I visited this uh, agriculture department and tried to understand what is the reason. So that from where to start, I, I took around six to eight months to, uh, to uh, develop a model and on which I will have to work uh, work upon. Another was one serious serious matter was concerned that. Our soil fertility has gone down like anything in last 40-50 years. Organic carbon, which measures the soil fertility, it should be it should be close to one. When I check the soil card, soil organic carbon is to the it has come down to the tune of 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0 0.4. As against one, it's a Registan. And uh, if this continue yeah, after 10 years, that's, uh, it, that soil will be, a, it will be a dead soil and dead soil cannot uh, produce anything. So that, as you said, since our population is increasing, our demand of food also will increase. So for that, uh, that oil carbon should, uh, soil fertility should go on increasing, whereas it is reducing because of our areas of concern. As, as I said, these, these were the areas of concern. And why we need to come out? That also I said, yes, we need to come out because this farming industry in the rural areas can give, it has got a huge potential. It can make our villages self-dependent and it can give employment to tremendous capacity. So that we developed the model, model of sustainable farming. And what we does there, how to get maximum advantage of this cow how to take maximum advantage of this Brookshire All these ancient things I added in my that in the in my model. Right. Sustainable right. So what you're saying is you incorporated sustainability into the farming with the help yes. of Gau Krupa, which means cow, and the byproducts of cow. And also you were yes. talking about something interesting, which is Vriksha Ayurveda. And yes, I'd yes. like to hear uh, your point of view on these two things separately because these two in itself are so uh, immense in terms of the uh, the value they add, right? So, with in, in terms of cow products, uh, I mean, if you're in India, we, like everyone knows that how much uh, one values cow and their products, right? Like there is some uh, element of spirituality that comes with it. And it, it also translates into the uh, the value that cow byproducts bring in brings in, right? So how did you incorporate that? And uh, like what aspects of cow byproduct will you use into your farming? Oh. Okay. Be before that, I would like to tell you more about the sustainable farming. Yes. Yes. So, please. I, what what I mean as a sustainable farming? Sustainable, I don't mean sustainable farming means uh, farmer is sustained, his income is sustained, or uh, customer's interest is protected, or contingent check is protected. My real idea and my real thought toward the sustainable farming is each and every individual of the farming uh, activities, 
should be interest of each and every stakeholder should be protected it is not only farmer it's farmer it's direct and indirect labor who is involved in farming service providers of this uh, farming industry it includes fertilizers and uh, pesticide <coughs> people you need to protect the interest of them Up, uh, after crossing that these are the also the society's interest should be sustainable sustainable apart from that i also uh, say that who are the other stakeholders it's a nature air water soil it's also part of farming they are also the stakeholders uh, uh, even after crossing that uh, small small uh, to the uh, all creatures including microorganisms to the level of microorganisms bacteria all also the stakeholders of this farming and i want in my model i wanted to protect the interest of each and every stakeholders that it doesn't mean that uh, women should be get advantage out of farming and these bacteria uh, bacteria are dying like it has gone unfortunately what has this has gone through. i i will not comment what has gone wrong but i feel that yes now here after while while we consider the farming which you must consider the interest of each and every stakeholder including bacteria we must do, we, we we have to nurture the bacteria like earthworms are there snakes are there frogs are there every member of the who are involved in the farming we must protect the interest of each and every stakeholder and then only that model can be called as a sustainable farming and if with the model of sustainable farming we can make sure <clears throat> also i would like to add one point over there when i designed our model farming model we distributed farming in two pillars one is pre harvest management other one is post harvest management both the things are important today what is happening farmer says suppose he is a paddy farmer suppose he is a cotton farmer he feels once my job is to cultivate prepare my soil cultivate harvest and forget because this is my my farm product is paddy and i will just sell out the paddy and i will just forget that is the area of concern unless until we address pre harvest and post harvest management that farming as a cycle a cycle of this farming can be completed considering pre harvest and post harvest so in our model we focus on both of the things pre harvest management and post harvest management and as you rightly said this cow and all that i will come to that also i will just uh, brief you on this what are the things where our model is taking care on yes, this pre harvest management so pre harvest management is uh, one very important critical aspect is soil soil how to enhance the soil yield i will not i will not go to uh, back go back what has gone wrong gone has gone now i my only focus how to enhance how to improve upon so soil soil health is the most critical factor as per as this farming uh, commodity is concerned because without soil uh, organic carbon it's a soil organic carbon it's a parameter which uh, with the help of with the help of which we can measure the soil 
ரைட் <laughs> and in simple terms right. i just wanted to mention that and you can proceed i'm so sorry then <laughs> okay. no problem second thing as you as you rightly said and everybody said that okay uh, excess use of uh, chemicals for the farmer community you, you need to provide him the fertilizers as well as pesticide because for any crop you has to have these fertilizers so that you can uh, provide all nutrients that nitrogen phosphorus potassium as are the nutrients which are 16 in the most so you need to provide to the soil if it is if you are saying okay ban the chemical if we ban the chemicals but how crops will come so we are addressing all this uh, micro uh, this nutrients through natural and ayurveda in all and other thing since i am uh, to reduce the cost we are demonstrating or farmer commodity to make this pest this botanical extract and this biofertilizers at our farm so that is no need to buy anything uh, uh, from market because we are targeting for uh, reduction in cost so when i worked out i feel because the labor cost you know how to reduce the cost of production because there are uh, so i feel that fertilizer and pesticide is the area where there is a scope because labor you cannot because you have to pay and labor charges it is beyond the beyond the scope of whatever this fertile uh, this farm uh, tractor and all that diesel that you can you cannot so what we worked out that yes we can control the cost of fertilizer and cost of uh, pesticides by making all these things at our farm and that to biological that to botanical so this so this this is the second point uh, It, 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 we are covering in uh, our model in post harvestment model then in post cost reduction it, it in post cost reduction it can be it it, it 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 may be in the form of if we reduce the quantity of seed rate that is also cost of so small small uh, things we are considering in our model so that how to reduce the co- input cost uh, because whatever cost you reduce it's a profit uh, you are in. so farmer trading as i said farmer trading is the also very critical area because as I, uh, as everybody knows all educated people are migrating away from the farming so what we does we conduct lot many workshops i visit lot many places i conduct a workshop at my farm if somebody calls i used to go there so i used to tell farmers go on doing all experiments in farm as i am doing what will happen it, it may fail i used to take at least two to three experiments at my farm i just considered what is the what is the what will be the cost 10000 20000 and i take a calculator and uh, let me tell you very frankly farmer is the biggest scientist and unfortunately that scientist has stopped thinking and uh, new new ideas are not coming in the industry every year management is giving target how to reduce the cost so how it comes you will have to think breakthrough ideas you list down 10 ideas it may nine may be useless but even if one idea is click it will uh, turn the table it will be breakthrough 
it's so interesting that you say that like farmer is a scientist and he is a you talk about farmer as a creative person where he's trying to yes. experiment with things in his farm mm. to get better better yield uh, more in line with an entrepreneurial mindset right like farmer it's like he's <laughs> a owner of his business and he yes. has to look at his business as how corporate look at their business right like jotting down finances what is taking up too much cost how do i reduce that cost how do i it, it's like the way you are talking about it it just fascinates me like your perspective on how you look at this entire farmer community <laughs> hey smart see but uh, then in that way, whenever you are interacting with the farmers the way it it, it should appeal otherwise why when i goes for any meeting or addressing the farmers what i ask him kindly consider this farming as an industry it's a business i said you need to respect your workplace like our other shopkeepers are doing they are doing business you are also this is also industry you respect your workplace you respect your farm and once you started respecting your workplace respecting your place of work and your soil it will respect you and it will give you tremendous way you just cannot take it so people it it appeals people so that is the language i need to use also i tell that okay if somebody is doing business he cannot continue losses for couple of uh, continuously year, uh, year after a year so he need to correct it uh, he take the correct for that he keep the accounting you kindly start keeping accounting once you keep the start uh, keeping accounting you will know what has gone wrong where i have gone wrong so you can correct next year and uh, so you can take your farming as your business so unless until you do it we are there are uh, if you do it there are the good chances to uh, be a success right right apart from that <clears throat> in my this we have this thing we also touch we also tell people that uh, you must have biodiversity biodiversity as at your at at our farm and another thing we tell that yes farming model should be integrated it you should not be you should not go for monocropping if some farmer have five more than 2 hectares of land then we tell him kindly don't go for monocropping go for integrated farm if you are if you are cultivating paddy please don't depend upon paddy okay 80% of the area you can have for that main crop which last thousand of years we are cultivating but start accepting some changes go for some additional like cultivation of medicinal crops cultivation of horticultures go for uh, these uh, uh, other like fisheries poultry so don't be dependent upon a single crop if one crop fails you can have medicinal plant sometimes will give you profit if that fails poultry will give you some profit so that is that is what we tell people go for this integrated okay so this so, is so in finance they say diversify your portfolio right like don't put all your eggs in one basket 
and put yes. it put your eggs in different different baskets and from finance perspective right like uh, let's say if there is somebody who is an investor and who wants to make money he will invest in money in different different places like he'll invest in real estate he'll invest in gold he'll invest in uh, stock market in different different things so i understand the perspective that you are coming from in terms of like farmer if he depends on a single crop then like if that crop fails then he is at an utter loss is there any other reason uh, like is there any benefit that comes out to soil per se or to nature in terms of sustainability other than finance is there any other aspect uh, basically like yes sure 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 that is also see when you go for the monocropping all these pests and insect so they they got uh, suppose uh, if i cultivate this season some uh, pest some self uh, study and next also next year also paddy i continue the same crop this all these viruses all this pests and insects they will find excellent house there they will find excellent because situation is same every year na? so they, uh-huh. they they will not try to migrate it from but if i change the crop suppose if i because this pest and insect if you'll see for one family of crop that pest will be same so what we suggest uh, you change the <coughs> if you are doing paddy in the mother in the curry curry you in rabi go for this chana and chana and this other crops which are not favor which do not belong to paddy that means okay. crop rotation if you rotate the crop it will in terms of this paste paste because the paste will get confused yeah yeah till our 1970s and 1880s what our convey, uh, old uh, farming was the same they do something in curry they do something in the rabi so that this was useful for this crop was useful for that that crop was useful for this but unfortunately now we are going for monocropping and which is also one of the reason high the soil organic carbon or soil fertility as well right 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 so it makes sense because uh, you're not letting the virus pests or like bacteria to get adapted to it yes. right like if we are doing exactly. the same thing then they'll get adapted and they'll sort of become immune to they'll find a way to survive in that environment right and in a way if you keep I, changing the crop then in in a way you're you're challenging uh, that aspect to it and i feel like uh a partly this is my personal opinion like i i didn't do any research on this topic i feel that if there is a commercial crop which brings them money and uh, if there is a particular crop that a lot of consumers want it sort of puts pressure onto the farmer to keep growing that right like in america in, in certain parts of america they grow corn right like just corn and uh, though the amount of corn that they grow is is crazy and they do that throughout the year and naturally it's not possible right to grow that much amount of corn and like that would throughout the year yes 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 what you are saying is absolutely correct and the same thing has happened in india also as far as this wheat and paddy crop is concerned because see in the but this market is driven or prices are driven by supply and demand if it is a bumper crop then supply will be double if there is a drought supply will be reduced reduced so so 
supply it's a total game of supply demand which has gone see today in the india have huge stock of this rice and wheat because farmers are continuing as we monocropping monocropping they stop doing all these uh, cereals and every, these oil seeds and everything everybody uh, across the country they are focusing uh, because these are easy crops paddy and uh, wheat so the now stock this stock level has gone like anything to the extreme level you come to any automobile industry they will not uh, the moment they will see ki yes that they have reached to this level of uh, stock they will stop production they will not allow your stocks because it's a, it's also inventory is also cost but unfortunately farming there is a no coordination of the farmers of different states so everybody is the karnataka is making maharashtra is making rice growing paddy and everything so there is a no demand supply is fixed up so that because of that if you stop producing rice to the tune which was produced last year because there is no demand and if you go for these oil seeds and this pulses and cereals then definitely your there are so two interesting thing that means rice and wheat you are bringing down that means supply chain supply chain you are letting uh, and also the oil seed which you are exporting from uh, abroad you are producing here so you will get a rate for this also you have a rate for this to the this this will be two advantages if we see look after the supply demand the disparity yeah makes sense yes. it makes sense okay so uh, during the post harvest so in your system yes. you are trying to explain there are two parts one is the pre harvest and one is the post harvest right so in in pre harvest you try to educate like uh, conduct workshop to farmers in terms of uh, like how they can reduce the cost and mostly in terms of inputs like what are the right chemical like good way of uh, using chemical fertilizers or like natural fertilizers or like natural organic uh, pesticides so yes. this much i've gotten right so are there any other points yes. that you cover yes yes so yes yes so this is a pre harvest pre harvest management and with the pre harvest management we can make sure that yes farmer is alive and land is alive these are the two vital things because as as i said in a total farming sector if you see we need happy farmers wealthy farmers happy society and prosperous nation so we have covered uh, we are if our model we are covering pre harvest management that means with the help of this we can make sure that farmer is alive and soil is alive so now come to this post harvest uh, post harvest management post harvest management <coughs> we cover this cleaning grading are primary processing of our product so usually i do not sell any product as harvested i clean it i grade it and to the extent possible primary processing and secondary processing so i can fetch premium value to my products so that is also important product branding so now everybody says that product now, now people are not selling product they are selling their brands like this uh, sahyadri form of nasi 
they do not uh, uh, they say that we do not sell over the grapes we sell sahyadri farms grapes so people are demanding for this so nowadays brand is getting sold not your product so we are slowly we are thinking of that whenever we we encourage we personally do we wherever uh, we go we tell people try to make the brand and for making brands you need to do lot many homework right from your uh, quality standards that means your product uh, your form should be organically certified you must test your products for analysis uh, residue analysis you should have this good agri- agriculture practices certificates also you should have the license so all these things if you do it your product will have some brand right it takes years because i took around 6 to 8 years to, to come to this platform right right it's very tough and but it is very very vital because you can now that you are here now that you are here you will help other farmers like you being a helping hand for other farmers to create uh, their own brands you spend 6 years probably you can bring them to that state in probably 2 or 3 years right because you yeah. experimented with all the rights or wrongs and then now you know what's the right and the quickest way to reach where you reached exactly that is the point that is why my my intention is that you should not struggle because one has to someone has to struggle the people have said a very good example so we wanted to educate people tell people that yes this is our experience these are the mistakes we have gone through this was our cost of learning but kindly don't waste the time these are the standard mistakes you should follow this so that a, a very good amount of uh, time they can save up and they have a very clear path for us at least for me it was very tough job because i have uh, I, i do not have much experience so i used to go on and talk to people interact people visit this thing that thing and uh, i took uh, but i don't want anger because lot many people are coming boys are coming that graduate engineers i suggest them that these are the ways kindly follow this and uh, we are lagging in marketing yes there is a lot many farmers are sitting uh, in the villages it is uh, producing is not much difficult this after <coughs> second part, what, what most important is marketing and selling of the food that is the very vital thing so that is what we tell people and we said that this is these are the if you follow this you can uh, have this uh, better for farmers right 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 uh, after that ma- marketing as i as i have already preservation also very very important how what, what is the preservation because it should be nowadays customer need all hygienic we don't mind paying 10% 20% 30% 50% also but it should be hygienic and that's a job of farmer or say it's a group of farmers it's their job to make sure that and customer connect customer connect is also very very important we used to contact our customers how we does we there used to be a lot of seminars there lot of exhibitions taluka le district level then division level state levels i used to participate last four five years to all these things twice i had been to voltage center mumbai and all that so that we you can get you can get different different customers will know you 
say that yes this person is doing this this much of job also you will like you would like to know the taste of the market during 2017 till 2017 i used to cultivate the rice which was not around. but when i went to a voltage center everybody comes and I, he was just taking the aroma of the rice i said that my rice has don't you aroma then i got the point so fortunate now i stopped cultivating non aromatic rice all what i cultivate is all aromatic rice because i know that you are demanding it's aromatic for which i can get extra premium so by by doing this you can have this uh, customer connect and the, these are the ways how you can get your customer connected right right and also one more one more thing is that farmer to customer directs so avoiding the middlemen so we can have a group of farmers we can have enablers in the big cities who can help them we can uh, they, they they are they are they represent us in the metros because we cannot directly contact metro customers they are our interface they help us on the so like that it's a customer to farmer this is our this with this our model of this that means free harvest post harvest is completed and that's our model of sustainable farm right 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 you know one like what fascinates me out of all the things that uh, you said so far is the systematic approach and the holistic approach of how you go about doing your own farming and i think that uh, your approach is dead on like in terms like you are thinking about this as business right there are a lot of aspects that you covered one basic is the problem what are the problems you did your research on existing problems and you tried to solve the problem and in the process of solving the problem you also did your market research by going to the world trade center looking at what people want like what are your competitors doing or what are other people doing it so you you observed that and you incorporated that into your own uh, solution that you wanted to do provide for the problem fourth is the marketing and how you are reaching to the ca- the end customer you talked about customer relationship management you talked about having a direct contact with the customer talking to them and creating brand and uh, creating brand credibility so that the customer will trust you so you the end to end systematic plan that you have right and you do a really good job of like explaining it to me and also explaining it to your fellow farmers in the workshops that you conduct because i would really love for all the farmers to take this approach because usually farmers are left in the dark right like once they once their produce is ready they give it to the middleman and their job is done and they just pray for the lord to and like pray the middleman to give them the right uh, just money right that they deserve and there is nothing that they can do about it because they have given the produce the leverage is with the middleman so he can either manipulate the market price by like the holding the goods in warehouse or he can like lie to the farmer saying you know what this time our uh, the prices the market prices were too low there is a disconnect between the farmer and the end consumer so in your system there is 
uh, ownership of the entire supply chain not just the production phase so yeah <laughs> also one i'm based one thing see during this course of the time every state has got the few things which are that which are its traditional varieties and uh, looking at the in today's scenario everybody is going for production production how to increase the production how to increase the production but profit of productivity everybody is behind the productivity nobody is behind the, so i i ask people don't look after the productivity look at what is your profitability correct this uh, traditional seeds uh, one variety is there in our bandara district which is a aromatic rice and it's very famous its name is chinor rice chinor aromatic rice during 2018 uh, i uh, my father also used to cultivate but very small as i said aromatic rice when i went to world trade center and all that so uh, when i did the survey of this rice it was on the verge of dying nobody because it it was a very long duration 155 days it grows high up to 5 high and 5 feet so people were very not interested i said what has gone wrong it can be done they done something so i started cultivating and uh, 17 18 19 and during one of the workshop which was organized by our uh, member of parliament i appealed this young fellow he was listening i said if you cultivate this traditional variety there is a huge scope for this it's a traditional variety it has got many nutritional uh, values there is a demand for this he took my word in the last 2 3 years this variety has gone for gi registration and or this uh, GI, gi meeting at this intellectual property our mumbai office where there was a or interview it has happened on 24th of november 2020 and if the gi is cleared farmers will have the added benefit they can sell this variety across the country even for export so there wow. are tremendous potentials there are tremendous potentials in the villages if we identify the traditional varieties which market is looking for so there right. is a huge scope in the farm right 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 uh it makes me so happy you know that uh, like you know in a way that the farmer community is getting benefited with all the things that you're doing uh, this brings me to few few minutes back we were talking about farmer as an entrepreneur right like right now what farmer does is he just takes care of the production and he just gives it and he just sells it and he doesn't know what is happening to that produce and this is why i really love what abilash srinivas is doing like who's the founder and ceo of gaustuti right where he is helping farmers build a brand for themselves he is creating a platform where farmers can sell their produce directly to consumer which and i really appreciate his uh, intent his, of why he is doing this and i really admire and respect the the amount of research that he put into creating the platform gaustuti and uh, he really wants to do something for the farmer community so like 
I really, I really, really appreciate people who do that. You know, like you, like him, where like farmer has to think like an entrepreneur, and uh, platforms like Gustuti and people like you advising farmers, uh, like on board platforms like Gustuti, where they can sell to a wider audience. Holistically, it brings, uh. like prosperity to the farmer community and in general it brings prosperity to the entire nation and human beings right yes 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 very true because <clears throat> uh, as uh, as as i said this if we follow this sustainable farming model then our farmers farmer our farmer community will be happy our society also will be farmers will be wealthy or society also will be happy because they will be getting very clean food very unadulterated food this will fetch happy villages and happy villages will turn this prosperity government is also working very hard last year you would have read through that the government has targeted around 10000 farmer producer organization what same thing but unfortunately i should not say but unfortunately uh, it's 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 going dead slow because farmer are not responding but now good thing that lot many people with the lot many a lot many tremendous synergies are coming to this thing and if we form farmer producer organizations with 300 members we can start and government's vision is to they should do all these activities that means from this uh, pre harvest and post harvest management they took a help of platforms like gostuti at your end and some platforms and some people at mumbai and we can tell give this our pure food and we can fetch extra premium and my ultimate my target is today this organic and all that more amount of labor is involved into that but our our target is after 3 4 years It, way, it should be this chemical food and this organic food should be at same uh, price and uh, i am sure this will happen and that will be a breakthrough for us today it is very difficult for us to convince the farmer okay, yes kindly don't use much chemicals go for this natural farming reduce use of this chemicals today we are convincing him that boss if you do it what sort of soil you are going to hand it over to next generation you think of next generation don't think for yourself okay you are you are 50 years it's a question of 10 more years for you but what is that you are going to hand it over to your next generation so we are appealing people like that then when people are getting good organic natural product at the same price as chemical products We, which one do you think consumers would choose obviously <laughs> they choose the the healthier version right and i think this is this plays a very vital role like the price point right like from consumers end if like we indians are a third like we are from a third world country right our problems with life are different and if a common man who goes to job who has a lot of problem uh, in i mean like in life in general if he's from a middle class or like lo- lower middle class section his priority is not about eating organic food his priority is not about 
eating healthy food his priority is i need to make money i need to feed all the people in my family but if the price uh, of the organic produce reduces with people like you and abhilash with gaustuti then obviously people will definitely buy it so price point is a really really crucial factor for this change to take place yes 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 we are little selfish for this soil organic carbon will increase if the price is same we can we'll ask our farmer go for organic but then definitely will go for organic because that supply demand saying that he's If there ah. is a demand for organic products, then the supply will also have incentive, right? Then the farmer ah, will ah, also ah, have incentive ah. to move towards it. Yes, yes. You know, like what fascinates me about you and what fascinates me about Gosthi is the passion and intent. You know, like uh, Abhilash wants to do like, like I mean, obviously, if it's a business, you should make profit. but when i talk to him right like when i uh, look at him his priority is to uplift the farmer community he wants the farmer community to uh, progress he wants them to make money and him as a business his priority is to make money is second or third if you ask me and like that surprises me a lot you know like even with you right like you uh, you conduct a lot of workshops with farmers right like you tell them the benefits of why they should take up organic farming or and the in, like you charge zero rupees like there is honestly yes. there is no financial incentive for you to do that but you guys are still doing it and that motivates me you know like that gives me hope that you know what if people like you and if people like abhilash are are taking up initiative and doing something like this it gives hope for youngsters like us which like who has a lot of technological knowledge who has a lot of technological background if they collaborate with people like you and then i cannot imagine the amount of progress that we can make you know as a as indians or as a human community in general yes 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 it is uh, so far one enkelo uh, he, he was working with the uh, Qatar Airways, all the way during 2019 he came to me. I, I was requesting him, boss, all the way from Qatar you are coming. His farm was at Assam. And I was really, I was, I was not comfortable. But when he came, all the way from Qatar he landed to Nagpur. He came to me by taxi and he was with me for around 5-6 hours. so at the end of his uh, this thing i ask him was simple question i am asking all the way you have come from qatar i really really do not know whether it is worth it was worth but do you know what he says he says was last 3 years i am struggling how to start my organic farming i have lot many books i have gone through lot many things i have visited video videos i have seen few farms also i visited but These three years with you, which I have seen, which I have witnessed, is more than my three years. So it 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 gives you everything for us. Three hours of mine, I spent three hours with that fellow, but he was so happy. He said that more than three years, what I my put in, dear your three hours are uh, okay. more than. Your three hours is equivalent he, to his three days of research, or sorry, three uh, years. Three years. Yeah. Oh my God. he is in touch with me 
once in a week once in a fortnight he will update me he start he take guidance from me and sitting at qatar he is doing farming at asa it's a, it's very good side that is a that's an okay bhagwan ke paas jane ka to to bolenge ki how many my my aim is that at least my target is uh, was by 2015 i must target i must uh, at least 1000 people must follow me and those thousand i know that once that change started now those thousand will train at least 10 even know that 10 people they educate it will be 10000 and that it will take years it will not happen overnight but if this chain continues this present scenario of this uh, forming as a business loss making and all that that picture it, it may get turned within a year by 2030 Right. So it right. needs to be. It needs to be changed. Right. We are in the transition period right now. Right. Like we are in a phase yes, where uh, people like you who are experimenting with a lot of things who are trying to create a easy medium for farmers to uh, to hop on so that like this the, the the ride is smooth. And once the foundation is set, then the like once the rocket is launched, it just shoots up right. And uh, like another thing that fascinates me about what you do is the other aspect of sustainability which is the circular economy which is like how yes. so in a way you clearly mentioned in a farming there are two phases one is pre harvest one is post harvest right and earlier like few weeks back when i had a call with you when we were talking about it uh in terms of uh, adding uh, chemical fertilizers or in terms of adding like the pesticides you take up a natural route right like there is a organic element to how you uh get rid of pests and how you get rid of uh, the other viruses so could you just talk a little bit about that yes yes, yes. because <clears throat> that also is a, as you said that also is very wise because once you say it's it is very important to demonstrate those who visit us those who listen to us because in the back of the mind everybody that yes farming is a difficult and if you ask ask somebody to go for organic farming he will outrightly say no because he knows it's very difficult it's very so it's our prime responsibility it's our prime job to demonstrate them that no it's a, it's a, it, it is not that difficult as it is being shown so when our people comes we demonstrate what sort of fertilizer we use how we are making how we are reducing the cost so in that all natural ways we do like composting of this cow dung we add lot many things to them so that you can have this natural nitrogen natural phosphorus natural potash all natural way this is available in your this a phosphorus so you need to get it from indoor process but other things like uh, paddy has ash then whatever weed you have we compost it we uh, used to get bacteria cultures i i missed to talk to uh, talk on this bacteria cultures because that is a major concern area of concern in today's farming is lack of bacteria in our farms and <clears throat> earlier it, there there used to be a tremendous if you take some 1 gram of your soil it has to have 1 crore of bacteria but that is not the case now so 
again what has gone wrong forget but how to improve upon so what it does we used to get bacteria from the labs like uh, nagpur is close to me so i used to get bacteria i used to multiply at farms uh, in my compost where, wherein uh, i am composting this cow manure and all that we put it into the manure so this bacteria will get multiplied we simply put the bacteria in our soil and their life cycle starts our responsibility is to make very healthy atmosphere for bacteria to stay in and on the contrary they will work for us 24 by 7 how much time you can work in the farms 8 hours 10 hours but those bacteria earthworms all snakes frogs biodiversity they will work 24 by 7 for you other thing this here is the farm waste we is just recycling everything paddy paddy we are taking then whatever is left out we are giving back to our soil and so that that is the food for our soil so that that also will enhance the soil fertility if you do everything naturally these are the easiest ways we implement at our farms and coming to this ayurveda way so we take the advantage of all these ruksha like a green manuring is there that also ruksha help up to ayurveda then as i said this trifala chur it clears the uh, toxic in the human body it if you apply in the soil will uh, clear the toxic soil toxic if you are there it will clear various uh, plants are there like neem trees maple trees 12 to 13 uh, herbs are there we are taking use of that in the form of powder in the form of botanical extract which use for repellent of pest from uh, our farms also it uh, gives the immunity to our uh, soil and in terms that from the soil that immune power is uh, transferred to plants and from plants it get transferred to their fruits that means crops and ultimately through crops that immune system good the human food comes to so we are trying to give to society and uh, for, for the betterment for the better health of society so with this on this platform i urge society member to promote our these organic farmers so that uh, i only appeal to you that kindly <laughs> prefer to go for this organic food best quality foods which is excellent uh, for your health great right and it's not even that hard you know like all you have to do to make better choices is go to platforms like gastuti where you can just or like you can place order and you will get food directly to your home and there are multiple products on gastuti like Uh, I was looking at Navara rice, you know, like, and uh, Navara rice has a lot of benefits. Like, it helps with constipation because it has a lot of fiber in it, and uh, you know, since it's considered as mother of all illness, I think like th- 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 there is a uh, that aspect to Navara rice, right? Like where it's a it's a Ayurveda rice. In Ayurveda, it's it it is called as a Sastika rice. Right, right, and and Gaustuti. has partnered up with farmers where they take this rice directly from farmer and you can buy goods from gaustuti it means in a way you are buying goods directly from farmer so like we, there needs to be a shift in the mindset of people you know for them to prefer platforms like this because 
the aspect of circular economy that i was talking about waste of one aspect or like one element should be like a nurture to another element and the waste of this should be nurtured to the other element so in a way there is no waste as such because there is growth everywhere like there is a circular there is a loop just like nature you know like how cow dung is technically a waste that comes out from cow right and it has such a profound value that it nourishes a lot of plants and in a way when you look from a broader perspective all waste is good because it nourishes something or the other and uh, this aspect is there in your farming also where you are technically taking products from the farm and taking products from the nature and uh, the waste products like you're creating compost and you're creating like a uh, like a n- n- nourishment to soil which will give better yield and which and better yield will create better opportunities for you and in a way this loop is like never ending you know is just a loop of prosperity yes yes certainly certainly so yes yes i uh, i'd love for people to make this shift you know like i'd love for people to uh, contact you directly so i hope like some of the listeners if they have any more questions or if they want to do something in the field of organic farming i urge them to talk to you i urge them to stay in touch with you and uh, i also want people to go check out the platform gaustati i'm going to uh, give the link to their platform in the description because i really like the cause of what you guys are doing so I really appreciate you taking out time and uh, you doing this. So thank you so much for, uh, for 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 deciding to do this. Yes, yes, thank you. And this this will be a, as I said, that is a platform like Gaustati's. If there are some platforms in the across the countries, so it is going to help the farmers to the extent possible because producing is not. it may not be difficult after but only area of concern is the market if if create much platforms like this there will be a demand of such product and once there is a demand is created we can uh, supply to the extent possible right it should be full system rather rather than push from it should not be pushed from farmer it should be pulled from the platform side it will be excellent uh, model you can share my numbers to viewers and young young people are there definitely uh, we are looking for this young people they should come in the supply chain of this organic farming we don't want young generation to leave the job and come we don't want that we wanted you people they should be do the farmer market backward marketing we are sitting in the villages we will do that only you kindly help us on forward marketing to fetch real value avoid uh, so that we can avoid middlemen we can fetch better value we be a part of our supply chain and uh, you can give prosperity to the farmers and prosperity farmers once getting it will be a prosperous villages and if prosperous villages means prosperous nation this is what we are looking for every time i talk to you i it just makes me happy you know like i just feel like there is a huge age gap between you and me 
but we both are friends you know like every time <laughs> we talk to both of, like every time we both talk i i really feel happy about myself for talking to you because you are you have so much positivity in you in whatever you are trying to do there is a strong cause and i can i pray and i wish all the success and more power to you and whatever you are doing <laughs> A Sankarshan Joshi trip. <laughs>